Greetings in the name of Jesus. This is Rob Hames. This program is called 15 Minutes with Jesus. We're now going to start the third part of a relationship with Jesus. Let's turn to Matthew 7. Matthew 7 is the last part of the Sermon on the Mount. Jesus said a lot of things in the Sermon on the Mount. I don't have time to go over all of that. But let's start in um, verse 21 of Matthew 7. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works? And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you that work iniquity. Verse 24, Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. Believe me, I've been in construction for many years, since 1971. I know what this is talking about. I've been involved in building houses, doing major remodel jobs, major additions and all kinds of construction. And here in Dallas, there's not a lot of solid rock. You have to drill down really deep to get to solid rock in many places around Dallas. So I know what Jesus is talking about. We have a big problem in Texas with houses cracking and uh, foundations being poorly built. But this is saying, Jesus said, Whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And every one that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not shall be likened unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand, and the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat upon that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. So what do we have here? We have two different foundations upon which a house is built. We know the first one, Jesus said, it was founded upon a rock. And we know the rock is Jesus. Hallelujah. The rock is Jesus. He's the cornerstone that the builders refused, but he's the head of the corner. And so he is our foundation. Apostle Paul said, no other foundation can any man lay but Jesus Christ. He's the foundation. And we build upon a solid relationship with Jesus. We are founded in him established in him, established in his word. That is a solid foundation. And guess what? There is a storm coming. We see it now, right now. We see major things happening. This COVID-19 virus all over the world. Every person is affected in the entire world. The storm is already here. The storm is coming. And if your house is not established on the rock of Jesus, it will fall. And what is this foundation on the sand? The house that was built on the sand. That's religion, folks. Believe me. Many people, billions of people, have a house that's built on the sand. And it will not stand. It will not be able to endure the storm. It will fall and great will be the fall of it. Many, Jesus said, will come to me in that day. And they will say, Lord, Lord. And he'll say, depart from me. I never knew you. Who says, Lord, Lord? Christians. Christians, people that believe in Jesus in various different degrees, saying to him, in the last day, believe me, it's coming. Jesus is coming back. And he said, I'm going to give to every one of you according to your works. 
So I just want to appeal to every one of you that's listening to this program. Many of you understand what I'm talking about. If you believe that you are involved in religion rather than a personal walk with Jesus, come to him. Come to him. Humble yourself. He won't condemn you. He's not condemning you. Remember in the book of Revelation when Jesus rebuked the church in Laodicea, Revelation chapter 3, verse 14, And unto the angel of the church of the Laodiceans write, These things saith the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would that thou wert cold or hot. So then, because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Because thou sayest, I am rich and increased with goods, and have need of nothing, and knowest not that thou art wretched, and miserable, and poor, and blind, and naked, I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire, that thou mayest be rich in white raiment, that thou mayest be clothed, and that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear, and anoint thine eyes with eyesal that thou mayest see. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten, be zealous, therefore, and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and will sup with him and he with me. To him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I also overcame and am set down with my father in his throne. He that hath an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. That's what most of us need to do. We need to humble ourselves. We need to let the Lord show us how miserable we are, how wretched we really are, how poor, blind, and naked. We need to come to Jesus. We need to lay our lives before him and let him correct us. Let him instruct us. Let him deliver us. God has allowed these false religions to continue because he is preparing for himself a holy people and he is watching who will love the truth and who will love the lies? Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 5. Remember you not that when I was yet with you, I told you these things, and now you know what withholdeth that he might be revealed in his time. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work, only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders, and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish because they receive not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And for this cause God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believed not the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. But we are bound to give thanks always to God for you, brethren, beloved of the Lord, because God hath from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the Spirit and belief of the truth. Whereunto he called you by our gospel to the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, brethren, stand fast and hold the traditions which you have been taught. That's the word of God. That's the apostles' doctrine. Whether by word or our epistle, now our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God even our Father, which hath loved us and hath given us everlasting consolation and good hope through grace, comfort your hearts and establish you in every good word and work. Look at verse 
12, that they all might be damned who believed not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. So that is directly connected with John chapter 3. Jesus said, I didn't come into the world to condemn the world. This is the condemnation that men love darkness rather than the light because their deeds were evil. So just to summarize, Jesus is the light of the world. Follow him. Draw near to him. Call upon him. He is a very present help in the time of trouble. He loves you. If he rebukes you, don't faint. He said, as many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. He loves you. He proved it. He gave himself for you on the cross. So come to him. Trust in him. Continue in his word. Learn to be filled with the Spirit and walk with him and do the will of the Father. The Holy Spirit will lead you to keep the word of God and to do the will of the Father every day. Yield to the Spirit. Follow the Spirit. You will fulfill the righteousness of the law. Those who will not receive the love of the truth because they want to keep doing what they want to do. They don't want to yield to the Spirit. They don't want to do what God wants them to do. They want to do what they want to do and have no one tell them what to do. And they want to believe that they're going to be okay, that they're going to heaven. And they have lying preachers, as I said earlier, telling them, oh yes, everything will be okay. Just give me a generous offering. They are deceived. And they've chosen this darkness. Believe me, it's darkness. It appears as light. The Bible says Satan comes as an angel of light. His ministers appear as ministers of righteousness. It says that plainly in 2 Corinthians 11. They preach a different gospel, another gospel. And Paul said, let them be accursed. He said it twice. So there is religion and there is walking with Jesus. Follow him. He is the light of the world. When you receive a lie, a stronghold is established in you and it obscures the truth of God's word as long as you embrace that lie. But if you will humble yourself and turn and repent and sincerely seek the Lord to understand the scriptures and to know the truth, he will respond and the Holy Ghost will teach you the truth. If you will truly make a commitment to the Lord to believe what his word says above what any man or preacher, past, present, or future says, he will open your eyes and give you true understanding and he will lead you to walk in the truth. I experienced this myself as God was leading me out of a church that was full of false doctrine. The first thing that he did was lead me in the scriptures, reading through the scriptures, comparing what the scripture says with what my preacher was saying. Then one day I made a commitment to the Lord to believe what his word says above what my preacher was saying or what any other man would say thereafter. As soon as I did that, my confusion evaporated. Confusion comes when there are lies being taught, when evil is called good and good is called evil. It creates confusion. And when there's confusion, it's hard to understand the truth. Again, when I made this commitment to the Lord, he opened my eyes and I could see clearly. And ever since then, he's been teaching me the scriptures, showing me the truth. Let's go to Peter, 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 3. 
knowing this first, that there shall come in the last day scoffers walking after their own lusts and saying, Where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of the creation. For this they willingly are ignorant of, that by the word of God the heavens were of old, and the earth standing out of the water and in the water, whereby the world that then was being overflowed with water perished. But the heavens and the earth which are now by the same word are kept in store, reserved unto fire against the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. But, beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought you to be in all holy conversation and godliness, looking for and hasting unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat? Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth, wherein dwelleth righteousness. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that you look for such things, be diligent that you may be found of him in peace, without spot, and blameless, and account that the long-suffering of our Lord is salvation, even as our beloved brother Paul, also according to the wisdom given unto him, hath written unto you, as also in all his epistles, speaking in them of these things in which are some things hard to be understood, which they that are unlearned and unstable rest, or twist, as they do also the other scriptures unto their own destruction. I just want to point out right here in this verse, you can see that when a person twists the scriptures, and they speak those twisted doctrines, those doctrines of men, they do so not only to their own destruction, but to other people's destruction. Whoever receives those lies, its destruction. It will bring about, ultimately, it will bring about destruction in their life. You therefore, beloved, seeing you know these things before, beware, lest you also, being led away with the error of the wicked, fall from your own steadfastness. But grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be glory, both now and forever. Amen.